this week on Not Your Average Fangirls. Auntie Tia America is just a John and Mark duo. <laughs> That's all it is. I Somebody said that Auntie TUK is just One Direction back again. <laughs> Espa finally debuts and we're both excited and confused. Woods returns with no structure, just vibes, and we dive headfirst into the newest BTS album, B. So pour yourself a drink because it's about to be a long one, but a good one. Uh, what's up, you guys? We are Not Your Average Fangirls here with another week of K-pop-ness. It is your girl Kat, and I ordered Subway an hour ago, and it is still not here. Sorry, oh I'm just really upset. I'm hungry. It's taking the <sighs> Subway. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, I'm really excited to talk about a certain thing on the dock today. I'm not going to spoil what it is until we get to it, but just know that I have been on a quiet journey by myself having to do with something on the dock and i'm just really excited to talk about it okay is it bay yes. 173 yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> the children yeah <laughs> well there's that there's that uh-huh spoiler alert hey guys it's cynthia and i got to talk to lucy and i'm never gonna shut up about it ever <laughs> ever ever <laughs> wow that's it oh you shut up about it i'm sweating <laughs> well yeah i'm gonna talk I'm more so about sweating. it <laughs> just thinking about it Hello everyone, it's Terika. My photo cards from Thailand finally shipped. Yay. And within like a couple days, my We Young collection will be complete because Mark will finally be home. Yay. Yay. <laughs> it's a struggle, bro. Like in Thailand. You, you've been struggling. You've been like on a journey to get this collection done. So yeah. I'm proud of you. Woo. You did that. <laughs> You did that. Um, and hello, everybody. This is Carolina. And um, I also talked to Lucy. And oh, my yeah. God. Yay. Oh, my God. We also shamelessly promoted ourselves to Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Cynthia because I fumbled the bag. My man asked me, oh, where are you from? And everything in my head went blank. I said, my speech gone. My notes gone. What? My notes? Did you write notes? That's I it? Did, That's all it I... took where, for him to ask where you were from? And that was it? Yeah. That, I was just like, that was secret. not part of the plan. That was not part of the plan. <laughs> well, of course not. It's a two-way conversation, bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny because she's like, oh, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Dominica. You know what? She said out. the whole name. She said, she said, Sarada Republica Dominicana. And then she started saying like, oh, but now I, li- I, but now I live in Florida in America. <laughs> I was like, she really oh, yeah. God. I was just like, I'm going to tell you my exact location. <laughs> Where's my <No>. address? <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I know, I know that he's a, k- a good kid because you know what? He said, usted, not tu, not ti. He oh, said, my God. I was like, he, he was raised right. And it's amazing that in the same conversation, Cynthia shamelessly plugged Not Travish Fangirls and Guangyo shamelessly plugged Lucy. All in one minute. He did. He said, you want to learn Korean? Just listen to our songs. I was like, yeah, like I don't do that every day. I know, bro. Yeah, that don't work. Genius. I don't care what no one says. I know words, but that's about it. That's Tell me how it. to do a sentence. I, psh, out the window. No idea how to make a sentence. <laughs> Hello. Technically, yeah. <laughs> Me as fuck with Yechan. I'm like, Anasaya. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Yechan hated us only because we couldn't understand each other. He couldn't hear. <laughs> he couldn't hear. Honestly, it's because everyone around him was so loud and he kept like putting like the headphones in more. He's like, 
excuse me, what? And then I would I would say it again. He's like, sorry, I wasn't listening. I was like, <laughs> sorry, I didn't care. Next. Right? He, he That was Yechan's plan. He was just like, I'm just going to pretend I can't hear them. And then I won't have to under, like, try They'll to speak English. They'll stop talking to me. <laughs> if I can steal, they won't see me. No, bro, it's so funny because I was like, oh, I like your tattoos. And he's like, huh? I was like, your tattoos. And he's like, what? I was like, I like your tattoos. And he's like, oh, thank you. And then I was like, do you want more? And he's like, what? I was like, do you want more? And then he's like, yes. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You tried. It was so funny because going into this, I was the most mentally prepared to talk to him for some reason. And then it was like the one that I had, like, I struggled the most You were ready for? (laughs) Yep. Same. Me trying to tell him. I tried to tell Yashan that he should do a cover of um, a song from Your Name, the movie. And I was like, yeah, you should do a cover for Your Name. And he's like, huh? And I was like, the movie? And then I was like. I said the name in Japanese. Maybe it'll like ring a bell. Nope. He was like, huh? And I'm like, you know what? I give up. <laughs> At the end of the day, he was just like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, yeah, I know you don't oh my understand God. what the hell I just said. But that's how, okay. How he picks up the call is really cute, though. I want to. I was saving this to show Terika live. Yes. He's so cute. That's like my he, biggest fear. Like, I've already lived through that once. I can't go through that again. That's why, like, another reason besides, you know, I'm broke. I can't enter fan signs because, like... I just don't want the whole, like, I'm speaking, like, what? And you're like, uh, because, like, that happened to me with Ace before, and I just don't want to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Ace is stupid. That. That's yeah, different. Yeah, you're right. Here it yeah. is. Here it is, Terika. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> He's saying, hey, it's Yetan. Hey, it's Yetan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a voicemail. <laughs> hey, <laughs> please leave your question at the tone thanks i'll get back to you when i can that's basically what he wanted because for everything that we said he was just like huh yeah it's probably so funny he probably saw the Amer- the like your guys's english name and he was like okay here we go hey i'm your chat <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's the only effort i'm putting in <laughs> he tried to say Terika's name god bless his soul <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's so cute but they were all so cute i love i just i yeah wow Sunny up had me cry and I can't believe I cried so much that morning. Oh my God. Oh. It's funny because uh with Sangy up too, like I asked him to sing a little bit of straight line and he did and he I know I cried. <laughs> I cried so much. Vocals. <laughs> Vocals. I am I am convinced though that God likes to play this game with me. That's like, you know what? I'm gonna make your bias first every fucking time. Because oh my God, <laughs> right. the same thing happened with one us. And now it happened again. But thankfully, Carolina went before me and she was texting me. I was like, what's the order? Who's first? And she's like, guess. I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And she still wasn't ready. No, No, I was ready. But like, I was on standby for like a good minute and a half. I was like, oh, my hair kind of looks flat. And so then I was like playing with it. And then all of a sudden he's like, Cynthia. I was like. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, oh. Call my name. (laughs) No, he came on. He's like, Cynthia. I was like, hi. And he's like, hi, Cynthia. I was like, hi. <laughs> uh, uh, hi. <laughs> like, what do I do? Oh, my God. It was just so, f- it's it's just, it was just great. It was like, great. It was, it was just, great. it was so fast. Like, I feel like me and Cynthia got ready for like three hours for this. But we, we were on FaceTime chismeando, though. And then, yeah. like, 
my alarm went off and I was just like, oh my God, we got it. Like, we go on in like 10 minutes. We got to go. <laughs> we go on. We go on in 10 yeah, we minutes, go everybody. On. Get ready. It was a good time. It was definitely worth it. And I'm glad that like, I'm just happy that like when I asked for Guanel, like I was just like, oh, um, can we speak in Spanish? And then he was just like, he was just like in Spanish, really? And he just started laughing. I'm just like, yeah, like that's my first language. And he's just like, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, what do you mean? How do I know? <laughs> how do you know, bitch? <laughs> right? The same way you know. You grew up in a Spanish-speaking country. <laughs> I can only imagine his head. He was probably like, how the fuck two Spanish bitches get in on one thing? <laughs> Not only that, but it was a fan sign that's only that was only for like people for that had a Korean address <laughs> and bank account. He was probably like, "What the fuck is going on?" Uh, I wonder if they do these, and then they're just like, "How the heck these international bitches get in these things?" We try to stop them. Well, and they, they probably still show think up. that you guys live in Korea. Like, you can still be oh, international, yeah, but live in Korea. Well, yeah, you're right. That's that's true. You're right. I can't wait to see if they did like our whole government name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just keep. I want to know what was going on through Guangyu's head when he Carolina first, and he was like, oh, "Okay, Spanish. That's cool. Okay, maybe she's like teaching English in Korea." And then Cynthia shows up, and she's like, "Should I talk to you in English or Spanish?" And he was like, "I well, I guess I'm talking in Spanish today. Let's go." No, I I asked I if it. he understood English or Spanish better, and he said Espanol. I was like, okay, and so then I started talking to him in Spanish. Yeah. Oh, my Me God. on the other hand, I was just like, "Can we talk in Spanish?" And he was like, "Huh? Okay, yeah." <laughs> I was just like, the other option is Korean, and obviously only one person is good at that in this conversation. Only one person <laughs> is good. Same with English. Um, but anyways, let's move on then to our news. Let's get this week started with our news for this week, because guess what, everybody? BTS came back. So, you know Woo! that it's we're going to be, be talking one. about them. It's going to yep. be a thick bitch today. Oh, yes. But this week we found out that Mingi from ATs is going to oh, be taking a, a break from You're activities. Um, he's showing symptoms of like having like anxiety and things like that. So obviously like they're not promoting heavily, but they still have like schedules. But mm-hmm. um, KQ was just like, nah, he's 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 resting. Are they going to the um, mamas? They per- they're performing at the mamas. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're performing. So I don't know if by then, because mamas is when like December? middle of December. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't you know, I don't know if he'll be a part of it. I mean, he was such a big part of the last one. He can sit this one out. It's fine. Right? Because <laughs> Mingy Titties was over, all over my timeline for a good six months after that happened. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he, right. he did his part. <laughs> he did his deed. He can go take a break now. Like, seeing the reaction of all the other idols, like, it was just so great. Because if you think back, like, back then... A lot of the idols that would, like, show abs and things like that were either newbies newbies or they were, like, established in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, but now they were just, like, all the newbies, like, all the new groups are just, like, we're Gen Z hoes. We gonna do what we want. You know, taking, like, taking off his shirt every opportunity. Taking yep. was naked all the time. He said... Yep. What are clothes? I don't know what a t-shirt is. Give me a do-rag and I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Do-rag? Tell me I'm wrong because I'm not. No, you are absolutely 100% correct. (laughs) Ah, 
Imagine when Big Bang comes back. That's gonna be. We'll see. We'll see what that. We'll see if YG is intact by the time Big Bang is ready I to come back. Shit. I feel like Treasure is slowly building up YG's freaking money. <laughs> Treasure and Blackpink, that's all they got right now. Yeah. Lord knows Winner and Icon ain't doing shit for them no more. Mm-hmm. Sorry yeah, to say. Yeah. God bless their souls. Yeah. I miss B.I. Anyway, Produce 101, the rigging thing. Okay, this is my problem <laughs> with this whole thing. Because, like, why even put it out? Like, we know, know. you rigged the votes. But now you're putting out who it would have been. Like, that's so fucked up. Like, that's so... <laughs> but my thing is, I swear that they've done this before. Like, I swear whenever this, like, when they first announced that there was rigging and stuff, I swear that they announced who the original lineup would be. But I guess at that time, it was just, like, speculation. Like, oh, this would have, but we're not yeah. sure. And they re-released it. And they're like, oh, now we definitely know. But everyone's just like, okay. What's the point? What yeah. was like, the no point? one cares at this point. No one cares. The only thing that it confirmed is my... Do you remember when all this happened? And even when Produce was going on, season two, and we said it, and we were just like, they that's messed up because Jonyeon and Bako and Midian would have made it all into yep. 101, which is true. But Pilates was probably like, nah, we can't lose like three members out of New York. I'm West. still mad about Samuel. Same. And Samuel, Samuel yes, would have been in 101. You know what? That's the only thing, though. That's like everybody else, it was just like a strategic business move and it made sense. So, like you said, we wouldn't have got all the like great music from New SW if they were all made it. Like, and then they wouldn't exactly. have grown that fan base. You know what I mean? I yep. feel like every it worked out. The only downside to the rigging was Samuel. Like, that was the only casualty. Everybody else, Someone like. Someone deserves better. Because, <laughs> like, he would be in a different position than he is right now. Well, we, we would like to think. Yeah. He would have been like, you know, he would have been it right now. But something ridiculous. I mean, 101 is great. Like, I can't even front. Like, 101 was my my jet, my shit. Like, that's why that's why low key the only one the the only one for sure I am mad about is Samuel. Yeah. The rest, I'm just like, nah, 101 was magical. They belonged there. <laughs> Make it work. They all, it fit. It was seamless. No one suspected anything. Everyone was mad. Like, if your fave did make it, you're like, I don't understand how they didn't make it. But, like, after the, like, initial shock of, like, who the The members were, and once they debuted, everyone was just like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, of course this is the group. Like, no one questioned anything. And then, like, literally, then they were like, oh, hey, by the way, (laughs) we cheated. And then, I mean, who cares? (laughs) To this day, we're just like, well, mm, okay, well, 101 is 101. And, uh, well, they're not a group anymore, so it don't really matter, (laughs) does it? Don't really matter. The one that people are really, really pissed off about is Produce 48. (laughs) I didn't even watch that. I was not invested. So I was like, well, Uh, wasn't that the one that it was like the older girl that was always like the leader yes, and from like after that. school yeah 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 kanine yeah she was in after school and she was on the season and she i felt like she was the like best person there like she was the most talented person there and everyone like even the girls on the show were like oh she has to make it she has to make it she has to be the leader like she has to and nothing yep yeah. But it, it got found out that I think she was supposed to be in it, too. Yeah, she ranked, like, three. Yep. Yeah. But see, that's my thing. People kind of suspected, like, from what I, like, I gathered whenever it, it happened, like, whenever they first made the announcement on Twitter, people had already suspected that it was rigged then. Like, people were like, there's no way. Like, what is this lineup? Like, what? Everybody already had their doubts. There was just no, like, oh, I can't believe my fave didn't make it. And then once they debuted, like, everything was magical. 
everything was like, I, from what I saw, everyone was just like, nah, this is sketchy. Like, this is like, so I think from that, it was kind of obvious. And that's where they made their mistake. They made it too obvious. <laughs> They're like, ha, <"Hot>, damn. <laughs> Everybody knows if you're going to cheat, bro, and you're not like uh, already an A student, your ass got to miss at least three questions on purpose. You can't get all the answers right. Because <laughs> exactly. then your teacher's going to be like, this girl had a 68 average. And now all of a sudden she made like 90, like 100% on the last three tests. Like, nah. <laughs> You got to at least, you got to build yourself up, right? So you're going to cheat. Like, okay, so like I'm like a C student, right? So on this next test, I'm going to get a 72, right? Because I practice. You know, I, I studied. I got a tutor. Then the next test, I'm going to get an 80, you know? Because I'm going to move <laughs> exactly. up each time. They went from being like, you know, almost failing grade to like a straight A student on the dean's list. And that's how people <laughs> found out. That's how they knew. That's how they got Cheating. caught. 101. That's okay. kind of <laughs> which now that you mentioned 101 now that we're talking about all of this there were rumors or well cj entertainment <sighs> wanted for 101 to have a reunion at mama's but they just announced that there's not gonna be a reunion i guess they couldn't work out like schedules and stuff but from what i read it was like they were basically like well you know they're each promoting and they're each like group so it's hard so i think it just has to do with like no. Coordinating with all of them. No, it's a conspiracy. Notice how they hyped everything up and everybody was super excited. And then those damn results came out and they're like, no, no, it's all cheating. It's all rigged. And all the like K nets were mad and like blaming the boys. And now all of a sudden, oh, scheduling. So we can't do the reunion. Yep. No, no. We know that the reunion <laughs> was planned and it was a go. But when all this happened, they released this shit on purpose because it's sabotage. <laughs> and like now we're not getting our reunion. And I'm pissed because you're salty from eight years ago that your fave wasn't even in the lineup. Even if we, even when they cheated, your fave didn't make it originally anyway. So why are you mad? Oh my God, the hostility. I'm so mad. But yeah, but in better news, um, Big Hit, I mean, we kind of knew that this was going to happen. There were rumors about Big Hit um, acquiring uh, Seiko's company, KOC. He was on the show. He was on Island. And now it's official. Uh, all right, we'll be seeing Zico on Weaver soon. <laughs> Get that merch. He ain't gonna be on there. I mean, like his merch though. Like that's the best thing for oh, Weavers yeah. about me. Like I don't even like look at the messages really anymore. It's Same. just that the fact that the merch is all in one central place, and I don't have to hunt down for group orders or try to order from off sites. Like, yeah, I could just hit up Weavers. You're right, and get my two cents cash back. Yeah, I have ten dollars, bro. Which is sad, but also, like, I'm real excited about it. I was like, wow, I have 10 whole dollars. <laughs> Damn, that means that Who we've been spending you? too much money on there. Yeah, um, so but yeah, no, but it's, <laughs> it finally happened. Seiko getting that bag, get with it. Heck yeah. Big hit out here acquiring labels Honestly, left and right. good for him. Oh, yeah. yeah heck him. yeah. Good for him. Good for Big Hit playing Monopoly. Love that. Because we've also seen, like, the extreme change in... Pledis and in source music since Big Hit acquired them. Yep. And yeah. As much as people want to be like, ew, oh my god, Big Hit. Like, they've, they're your fucking sugar daddy. Like, they're giving yep. you everything. So, yeah, they're just throwing money and saying, you do you. Yep. Yep. Just, Literally. Yeah. Like, they mind their business and just sign the paychecks. Like, that's all they do. God bless. Yeah. That's why I don't understand why people are so mad. Cause they, they like explicitly said, like, in all of their statements that, like, these artists and these companies are free to do whatever they've been doing. Like, they're still going to do their, like, you know, concepts and things. We're just helping them out. So I was like, why are, 
why are you mad? Like, I know. you That's have good. more promotion and more funds to do, like, bigger things. So. Like, girl, it was not fun seeing Seventeen have to carry Pledis mm. on their back the whole time since debut until, you know, recently. Like, I wouldn't want that for another group that would that would be, like, under Pledis, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... Seeing that those boys work so hard, like that's why they had to do everything themselves. It's not like obviously they wanted to, but at the same time, they had no help because they had they no money. To. Yeah. yeah, they were gonna yeah make music. So the fact that now they're able to like obviously like now they're established, but for other groups under that same label, like that will help them, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, I just need to say, how the fuck y'all don't know who Nana is? Like, oh my god right when did this become a thing i'm still confused about that because when people were just like oh my god big hit is hiding nana and i'm like what i was like what? hiding hiding i was like hiding <laughs> i was I, I was i was taken aback i was just like hold, hold on you're telling me that y'all don't know who nana is and people were just like people actually had no idea people actually had no idea like they weren't even faking it some people out there had no idea who she was and i was just yeah. like oh my god i just think like you could tell just the, the age gap in the generations how yep. like how we said about the older fans or whatever how we've talked about in the past how like when we were younger we understood like we were the younger fans and we weren't making fun of the older fans like they were like cool in our eyes but now it's like weird to be an older fan and we don't know why so like our group when we get into something we get into something to the fact that like we're gonna look up their whole discography we're gonna look up like if i like this genre of music i'm gonna listen to older artists and newer artists but i think now with like this day and age everything's just so like now 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 that they only look at the now 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 so if you're not constantly on someone's radar or constantly being talked about they only know those like groups that are relevant now and not like the foundation so like they don't no matter the age what k-pop stand doesn't know catalina come on Young ones don't. I'm telling you right now, they don't because they don't go and they probably know the song or they saw a clip and they're like, oh, that's that weird like yelling one or whatever. But they don't know the members. They don't know their faces. They just know of the song, but they don't have the like the want to research who these women were, you know? Yeah, because it's like when G-Dragon came out of the military and people were just like, oh, well, what is he gonna do? And I was like, oh, no. It's you G-Dragon! Do not, you do not disrespect. <laughs> we're all just waiting for that doom. When he drops whatever he's a, whatever mm-hmm. he gonna drop, that's it. It's game over. All Assemble. of your faves, game over. Like, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, they don't understand that. It's like when also they were coming for TVXQ and I was like, ha hold on. No, <laughs> you do not. You do not. I don't know why, but this reminds me. I don't know if you guys saw this V Live, but Sinquan was in front of this whiteboard and he was teaching the fans like the older generation songs. Sinquan <laughs> <laughs> is such an advocate. He is such a like old school K pop fan. I know. It was so funny. He was red D. He had the whiteboard. He already had stuff written down and he was waiting for like more people to come in and he just had like his arms crossed over. <laughs> Yeah, so I honestly funny. think it's a generational thing. Just like those guys, those two boys, those twins or whatever, who like got big because they went and listened to like genres of music or songs they had never heard of in their life. And they're like popular songs that like I was just like, they don't know this song. And like their kids their age who watch these music videos and they're just like, oh my God, I don't, I've never heard this either. Or like, oh my God, I faintly remember my mom listening to this song one time. And I'm like, these are hits. 
these are like classics. Yep. Like, what are you, what? Yep. And I just, like I said, I think it's a generational thing. They just don't have the want to do the research to look into older things. They're just like, why do I, why should I care? Like, they're not relevant right now in this time frame or whatever. So, but also, if you don't know who After School is or you don't know who Orange Caramel is or Nana is, you should really look into them because they were great. Catalina is not only just a weird ass song, but it has a deep, rooted message about the the difference in female idols being seen by the public and male idols being seen by the yeah. public yeah. look it up it's great and it's a great song it's like actually one of the first k-pop like when i was getting into k-pop and i decided to look at like all the things i like ran across it and i was like what is this who are they and can they come back because this song is amazing and it was like i played it forever and i would just walk around the house going ha! my mom's like can you not <laughs> Um, also, uh, for this week, we had an announcement, uh, for all of the two moons, again, they announced the light stick again, um, they had already announced it, so now they announced it again for some reason, I don't know why, is it finally on sale? We love a double announcement. So, no, okay, so they announced this back in, like, June, July, and they're like, coming soon, anyway, we're in November now, and then they ghosted us, (laughs) they didn't say anything, not a single word was spoken, okay? Well, um, they did mention something once, but like it was like an offhand comment on like fan cafe or some bullshit like that. Anyway, so now they're like, oh, remember that light stick? Well, guess what? It's here! You can pre-order now, and if you do the pre-order events, you get a postcard. I was like, wow. <laughs> a postcard? Shiny. Wow. You don't say. I need to hurry up then and join this fucking go, <laughs> because guess what? They're not even doing it. They're not even doing it on my music taste or anything like that. They are selling it on a random-ass website that I've never heard about before. And they also held like merch there for like the the season's greetings too so i don't know what the hell rbw is doing but shipping for that is so expensive like, just you know get what? it from k-pop town they have it there <laughs> yeah you, they have it no you're right you're right because i was just like i want this fucking postcard the hell honestly i just want to say one more thing too rbw what did you do to your creative team did you lock them away did they quit did you fire them what's the tea because your creative team was my favorite thing about, like, Oneus. Like, it was my favorite thing about uh, Oneus and all their merch. And now, I don't know, man. Like, are they overworked? Are they on vacation? Can you get Maybe them on back? Vacation. It's weird how, like, it flipped completely. Yeah, like, the like, concept for, like, the season's, season's greeting, oh, the God. concert thing. Like, they went completely, like, pastel. And I'm just like... What what ha- what happened? Did something go down with like the last concept? Because I know a lot of people were like saying like like people were complaining because it's like it was too gory and like it was too much and too intense and like didn't they have to change some things and like so maybe they decided just to like play it safe and was like well we want people to buy the stuff and not complain and we don't want to have to like reshoot things if because they, it might if, not be if that was the case I don't think so because they already changed it ahead of time so like they said that the trailer was different but they decided to tone it down and have it less gory mm. and so that was already like that had already happened but like everybody loved the concept and yeah. also um, this was like their highest album that they've gotten ever like it competes with Mamamoo uh, for RBW and like the highest ranking album. So I don't mm. think 
that had to do with it. I I know the season's greetings is the same theme as Mama Moose, and one we didn't even get one. <clears throat> but um, I think they just have it together. They're like, you know what? Two for one. Fuck it. But the the concert merch. Y'all dirty for that. You really... Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> so for Seasons Greetings, they already had all the pasto props. And they're like, you know what? Let's just reuse this. Exactly. <laughs> they're just like, fuck it. Let's just do this again with one us. And don't even get oh. one for one we. Like, well, that's so weird because I, I tried to help them out. I was like, maybe that's what it was. They just didn't want to deal with the whole like, oh, this is too much. But if everyone loved it and that wasn't an issue, then yikes. I don't know. <sighs> I'm telling you. And then the concert merch is so trash. They literally, like, print, are going to print some, like, fucking foil cards and put it in the tin can and ship it out. And that's what makes it so expensive. Like, the concert VVIP was, would come out with tax, like, $170. Like, you got me fucked Ooh. up. Yeah. <laughs> For just those photo cards? Like, that's, like, the merch package? The merch package and um, you get, like, a backstage chat with one yeah that's so stupid i'm like this is gonna be some v-live bullshit no <laughs> oh that sucks bro what the heck yeah bro i'm so upset and then the fat also here's some other let me tell you <clears throat> here's some other shit that they've been doing okay so they announced they announced um the online concert right and they announced the pre the pre-order for it and then like oh if you buy in this time it's like a certain amount cheaper, blah, blah, blah. And then the day after that, like, stopped, that event um, period stopped, then they announced season's greetings. And then mm. as soon as that event, like, that event time stopped, then they're like, oh, by the way, you can now get the light stick. And so, like, how they're structuring it is so you can't make an order together. So you have to, so, like, the people that are oh. buying these things... Um, for example, I have a mutual that bought like the concert event and then the season's greetings and then the light stick happened. And then they were talking about how I had to pay shipping three times and it's all coming from like the same place. So what the fuck? Oh, that's so ugly. Exactly. Like you couldn't even make like a bundle for everything. Exactly. Because oh, no. oh. especially with like the concert and the light stick, you think that they would bundle that together because, you know, concert, light stick. <gasps> I yeah. know. If they Life. would have even announced the light stick a couple weeks earlier, we could have gotten the light stick in time for the concert. Like, I think that would have been cute. Even though yeah. it probably is going to die halfway through because the battery life is two hours. That, wait, what? Yeah, girl, the battery life is two hours. <laughs> Damn. It won't even last the whole concert. And for what? I don't understand. Like, I'm looking at this light stick. I was like, I don't get it. And, like, they said, like, so sorry because, like, the factory closed because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay, sure, Jan. But... Like, they, the whole reason why it took so long is because they're like, oh, there's, like, a special feature that we're going to add to it. And then they posted about it. I'm like, it's literally the same thing. You added a button and that's it. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the outside case looks nicer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm so oh mad. I hate it here. I hate Cynthia's it. so mad. So mad about this light stick. Also, Cynthia buys the light stick. Obviously, <laughs> I'm gonna buy the damn light stick, but that's not the point. The point is, I'm it's so karma. Y'all talk so y'all talk so much shit about NCT's light stick, and like the karma, the light stick gods are just like, okay, <laughs> jokes Ooh. on you. But guess what? Listen, you know what? This light stick's still prettier than the NCT one, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but mine's cheaper, damn. and the battery life is longer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. At least she cute. She cuter to look at. 
But I'm like, you know what? Maybe in person she's like a lot cuter. I don't know. I don't know. She might be. Honestly, if you're a two moon, please discuss with Cynthia about this. How are you feeling about the light stick? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Like, what's going on? And if you like it. For us, like, like, it's not that bad. But it's just... It's it just, it could have been so much better. Exactly. <laughs> I think so, especially because with, like, the hype of it and, like, having to wait for so long, you're thinking, like, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. Like, this wait that we had to endure, like, they're really fixing and work on, like, you know, doing something mm-hmm. great. And then it's just basically the same thing that they kind of built before. So. Exactly. They added a button. They added a button. <laughs> and honestly, I swear to God, y'all, the case is breathtaking like it, it's like hologram and it's so pretty and then the light stick i'm like god damn <laughs> i'm gonna keep the light stick in the case because the case is gorgeous <laughs> keep the light stick in the case <laughs> the, listen the case damn. the case is it like if this entire time that we're working on the case you're right but you should have spent it on the light stick <laughs> But let's move on then for this week. We're going to talk about some comebacks as we do. Um, so for our comebacks for this week, let's start with um, a debut. Espa. Espa. Is it Espa? Espa? Like, it's Espa. Espa. But they debuted it with Black Bamba. And uh, I love this. I love this song. The more I listen to it. Um, the music video did make it better for me. <laughs> oh, it did the opposite for me. Yeah. Like, that's why I thought it was funny, because I remember listening to the song, and I was just like, okay, like, it's cool. But then I watched the music video, and I was like, oh, okay. It's even cooler. <laughs> See, I like, okay, I listened to the song, and I, and I was just like, well, I watched it in the song, like, I watched the music video, and that's how I first heard the song. And I was just like, nah. But then I went back and just listened to the song, and I was like, ooh, this song slaps. And so I love, like, I love the song. And I like the music video, just not together. I feel like the music video should be for a different song. Like, I just feel like after all, like, the teasers they gave us and, like, the whole pretty, like, crown and, like, the dark. And I was just like, ooh, this gonna be ooh. And then all but of a sudden. But we got a flash like, of it. So I'm assuming, like, th- they're alternate universes. That's what I think. I feel like in the music video, things kept glitching. Like, they yeah. kept glitching, so they're, like, moving different, like, dimensions. Oh, I just thought they kept glitching because their avatars are trying to, like, kill them and take over their bodies and become <laughs> Ispa. That's my greatest fear. And I feel like that would be a really cool storyline. And SM should definitely do that one time. Like, they should make a song, like, where it's, like, a battle between the avatars and then the real girls. And then, like, kind of like how EXO did their whole, like, yes. whatever. Yes. And so it should just be yes. all one album of just the avatar girls. And, like, they should have, like, a fight, like, a duet, like, a battle. Like, that would be really cool. Like, do not just make these avatars just useless little pretty characters that you can buy and get more money and more merch for them. Like, like utilize them and make them evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the visuals didn't match the vibe of what I was expecting, like, from the song and stuff. I was expecting a lot more of the pretty, colorful, like, fantasy world. No, I was expecting, like, Black Mamba. If you're going to have a song about a deadly snake, I want dark. I don't want, like, neon, which was great. I loved it. Like, I loved the music video, just not for the concept I had in my head of the song. So, you know me, I'm a theory bitch, so I did digging, right? So, okay. 
the essential theory is that the girls are stuck in an alternate universe, right? Yeah. So almost essentially like they're stuck in a game, like a video game, like Spy Kids. So they're stuck in a video game and they're from like this evil world where the black mama is, where that one part where Karina like does the dance and her eye turns all black and then it's like the flash of the black mamba. Yeah. They're like, that's like the real them. Like, that's where they're really from. And that the avatars bring them into this like fantasy world. So like the neon and the glitching and everything like that. And then it's the avatars and them being stuck in different universes because the avatars are trying to save them from the world where Black Mamba is. So they, the avatars bought them into the quote unquote like video game neon world and the avatars are stuck in another world. Ooh, okay, that makes sense because like I, I looked it up too, and then for their name, because I was just like, "What the hell is this Aespa? Like, this name is so weird." Well, it's because it's a combo of like the AE avatar, like the the experience, like the alternate whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they're experiencing like a new world via like encountering the avatar like the avatar is like your other self and because you're meeting up with them it's like you're you're in a whole new like like universe so Mm -hmm. so that makes sense i feel like they're like jumping Mm -hmm. through different different universes and that's why like it kept like things glitching and things like that and then obviously you don't see them you don't see the avatars with them so i'm wondering now like are they gonna be always separate, like always in separate worlds, like separate. You mean like dimensions. when there would be like their reflection, because like that's when we would. Yeah, see them. when they yeah. would look in the in the mirror and they would touch it and it would glitch. But yeah. when you would see it in the video, the avatar would be on the other side, yeah. but they didn't see the avatar on the other side. I mean, to me, this all looked like a comic book si- superhero origin story. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it was the color grading because I really, really, really liked how they they color graded everything even with like their concepts i was like oh my god like this is all colored so beautifully mm-hmm. and then because it's like dark neon you know and i love yeah that. i yeah, love yeah. that another uh concept that i was reading that someone came up with that i thought was really cool and i thought wow if sm came up with this that'd be super dope is that the girls are from separate planets Ooh. oh and the ais bring them to like quote unquote earth or like the main planet of the thing and mm-hmm. that karina's planet is like the dark planet where like the black mamba is and then like winter's planet is like the one that's like technology driven because she had like the scene where she was yes. surrounded by all the like TVs and stuff. And I thought that was a really cool Ooh, idea. Like the Spider-Man one, like the Spider-Man universe movie. That yeah. Cool. Into the universe. Movie. Yes. Yeah. That one. So I feel like SM put this together and was just like, we're going to let fans make out theories. Fans and we're gonna take the best one, And then that's what we're going to go with. And we're gonna like, yeah, that's been the plan the whole time. <laughs> You're right. Make the fans. Because there's the been some really like what I've read. There's been some pretty cool ones people have thought up of. And I was like, oh, OK, fuck it up. I, I, yeah, so I liked it. I feel like the hype, I don't know, I feel like if it tells you anything, I haven't gone back to listen to the song in a couple of days. So I feel oh, I like the, song. the hype was way, like, I don't know. I feel like I was expecting something else, something that would be like, I'm going to listen to this, like, over and over again. But yeah. obviously, like, tastes are different. But I really like this whole concept. I want to see, like, even though the you know ae like the virtual like character avatar thing is weird i'm kind of 
excited to see where it's gonna go. Like it, it, it feels like with NCT before they debuted and they explained what NCT was, and I was just like, I'm so confused, but I'm here for it. That's how I feel about this. You know, I'm still confused. At first, I thought I got it. <laughs> at first, I thought I. At first, I was like, "This is dumb. I don't understand it." And so, I pretended to hate them, as we all know. And then I was like, "Wait, I get this. I like this." And now with NCT 2020, I was like, "Yes, this is yes." And they might add a 24th member, whatever. I mean, this is great. But then we just had another press conference about NCT America, and I'm like, "Isn't like 127 already NCT America?" And then they said NCT Australia and NCT Africa, and I was like, "You know what? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done." <laughs> For them, I like the song Black Mamba. I like the music video. I just thought they didn't, like, in my head, it just didn't mesh with what I thought was happening. And I think that was just, like, not because they were bad. Like I said, I liked both of them a lot, just separately. And I think, like, what Carolina said, it was the hype. I feel like there's always that, sometimes that hype builds up and you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be everything. And then you're just like, oh, it's good. But it's just not like what I thought. Because the same thing happened with me and Blackpink. But luckily yeah. they released two songs. So I was able to be like, okay, this is my jam. <laughs> you know? Yes. Right. But uh, also let's talk about that dance move though. Because they dropped to the floor and I said oh, my back would have cracked. Like, that's what that, I said. That I was love. another thing that I thought was going to be different. Like I supported it. And I was like, oh, this is great. But I thought there was going to be a lot more like... I don't know. I thought it was going to be different because, like, I love that move and they were just, like, on their knees. But then they just, when they, like, lift their ass in the air, I thought something was going to happen. But then they just brought it back down slowly. And I was like, oh, I thought we were Bro, gonna all I that. know is I saw Ning Ning with those little goggles on and I was like, this is my girl. She is so unbothered by life. She is just <laughs> she's everything great. to me. She's, she's incredible. And she's getting a lot of hate, apparently, and I don't know why. But <gasps> I feel like we don't even know. I feel like no one even knows enough about these girls to hate them. So I don't understand. The only one that we know about is Giselle because she was the ABG, and then they were just like, "You're gonna have to bring that back." Then they unABG'd her. Exactly. Just like how they did with Shotaro. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, Shotaro. When will I see Shotaro in hip hop clothes again? I need him in street clothes. I'm tired of these grandpa sweaters and these grandpa tees. I'm tired of it. Look, it's winter time. It's fall. Everyone's in a grandpa sweater. No. Whenever the summer comes, they'll put this boy in a pair of sweatpants and a fucking hoodie with like a bucket hat in the next two months i'm gonna lose my fucking shit but he was <laughs> he was in the music video but here, here's my theory behind that because we always make everything about shoto here's my theory behind that <laughs> you saw how he was dressed to make a wish right in his little part where he was like doing his little his my favorite move when he does it and he has his yes. hat i feel like that was supposed to be him through and through but because of COVID and everything that happens, they knew that they weren't going to be able to go to the Americas and thought out. So they couldn't just make him a thought automatically in Korea. You know, they got to ease him into the thoughtiness. So they had to <laughs> put him made. in sweaters to dial him back down. But then once everything starts opening up and they can travel more, they're going to put him right back into Imagine, his home. Imagine, show that on the USA, bitch. I feel, like, I feel like that was the plan because they're doing a 2020 like online concert thing. But I think... Mm-hmm. That Suman in his head before COVID happened, he wanted to bring that, especially with everything that's happening with the whole like SM thing happening in LA. I feel like he wanted to bring this tour to at least four stops in America because it was going to be so big. He was going to hit the major cities and Shotaro was going to be able to wild out because, you know, he had this fan base already and he knows how like US fans are. 
But because everything kind of stopped, he couldn't bring that energy off the bat. He had to be cute Damn. and warm and, like, with the times. You know what I mean? Because, like, if he came out just thugging out, <laughs> a lot of them would be like, oh, he's so aggressive. We don't know how. They had to play up the cute I, factor. I want aggressive. Bring, Same. bring like Shotaro bring in his true form to me, please. Because you are a thotty that lives in America, Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That Shut is up why. Shut up before my, but my he fucking abuelita hears you. Shut he up. has to be... He has to be cute. You have to ease into the thoughtness. You have to ease into the crazy. So right now he's cute. He speaks in tiny font. He wears his grandpa sweaters. Everybody's like, he's building his fan base. And then once summer rolls around and then we can come back to the stage so they can do more stuff, he's going to be bumping and grinding and wearing bucket hats and being shirtless. Just oh like everyone God. wants him to be. That's my theory. That's somebody said the I, other day, somebody was like, what if Shotaro joins 127 and then we get baby don't like it, Shotaro? I said, ah! I'm saying I, they feel like they have they're not I feel like they have plans for this boy but because of everything that's happening they had to like ease him into the Korean public SM whatever plans you do have for Shudro please just give me him in some fucking sweats like god lord sweats a hoodie and like a bomber jacket with some like ones on Jesus Christ I'd lose my shit <sighs> stop I'm sweating just thinking about it I'm telling you this so. 90s concept <laughs> They were building this for the U.S. with this 90s concept. And then COVID came and now they had to like replan. They had to like, they couldn't replan the whole concept Mm -hmm. because duh, but they had to like rethink what was happening and how they're going to like get this out to the audience. But I'm telling you, they were going to have like another tour with 2020. I feel it in my soul. It was going to be like four major cities because it would be way too big to bring like a huge tour, but they were going to have four major cities. They were going to bring all 23 members and it was going to be worth Bro. my hell to get life. tickets for you right yeah yep that too anyways espa we love it we kind of are confused but we're here for it i'm excited to see what else they drop um yeah. for our next our next comeback which is also a debut we have bae 173 bay 173 crush on no you, you were everybody. right the first time That's yeah so i know much to say i just like yeah. calling them bay i'm gonna say bay 17 three <laughs> Let's just Bay change their whole name. Bay um, but if you guys don't know, so this is the group under Pocket Dolls, uh, aka Hangyeol and Dohyun's group. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They gave us a fun and fresh concept. Very cute. They're so cute. I didn't expect to see Hangyeol doing this, but he looked good doing it, and that's what matters. I did, but like, I feel like it's not really cute. It's not really a cute. The concept is like bright but i would say this is a cute concept i say this is more like a you know like fresh coming of age concept yeah fun and fresh but they also look very cute they were cute yeah yeah i'm not saying they were cute <laughs> but they looked yeah. cute they looked good but also does the name have a meaning because i feel like with these numbers they just yes didn't... okay there you go thank you <laughs> i thought it was like uh one four three you know like Sh- soldier boy that one song was that yeah that's why i was just like is there a hidden meaning in this so b is before anything else that's what bay stands for and then one is because one is the perfect number so it's equals perfection and then 73 is the number that is accessible and multipliable and dividable it's the perfect mathematic number is 73 so they pretty much saying they're perfect they're perfect that's what they say (laughs) Uh uh-uh see uh uh-uh 
Uh-uh, that's way <laughs> too much. The one is not the perfect number. I, no, I disagree. No, but anyway. 73 just, it does not sound like the perfect number, but let's go with it. I'm not it's a fine. mathematician. It's the, perfect, it's the perfect mathematical number. Like, 73 is literally the perfect number. <laughs> the limit <laughs> does like not exist. Okay. Well, <laughs> I feel like that's doing too much. And for someone that is not like math, I just feel like... <laughs> So attacked. I know, right? Like, how was I supposed to know that? Like, that's no. <laughs> and then the number one, er, even though you're like, oh, number one's not the perfect number, but it is. Being number one is being perfect. So, number one is the perfect number. The number four. Not necessarily, so because what if you're number one in something horrible? But I guess you're perfect at being horrible. <laughs> exactly. You're number one at that horrible thing. Yeah. So you're That's the best. way too much. Why don't they just call themselves perfection or like P squared or something like <laughs> easy? There's just so because many. Because they wanted to be different, Terika. I just, I can't with these names. They just get weirder and weirder as the time goes on. <laughs> and now I just feel like they're going to start just like, they're just turning into celebrities' kids' names. You know how celebrities just name their kid like Front Door Chocolate Mountain Cherry? <laughs> I just feel like... <laughs> That's what's happening. They're just going to be letters soon. It's going to be like XX721. It's going to stand for like bright. And I'm like, that, that's not a word. <laughs> it's like, but it's, but it also rhymes B-A-E-173. So it's not hard to say. It's not like it's a terrible name to say. Stop coming for them, okay? They are incredible. Wait, so how I you pronounce them. it is B-A-E-173? I, I was like Bay 173. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I had as Bay 173. And yeah, I was same. like, where did this come from? It's like a planet. I see Bay when I see that name. Yeah, B-A-E-173. That's just way too much. Bay-173 sounds like a planet. Like, I just... That's what I'm going to call them. Bay. Oh my God. Can you imagine the fan chants? B A E 173. Blah, blah, blah. That's cute. Isn't that cute? That is cute. There's like 32 members in the group. So it's just going to be like the longest fan chant. There's nine members. There's only nine. There's only nine members. Just the name. The name's going to take from the opening note to the chorus. It's going to be just the name. (laughs) Damn. Anyway. Terika, NCT has 20 something members. I know. I don't know why she's coming for me. Like her whole ass group is an NCT 127. It's literally the same thing. It's three letters and three numbers. Are you right? Same oh thing. my god, you're right. It's the same thing. <laughs> Babe 173. But it stands for something. This so does this. It's just not something you no, it like. Doesn't. They took different concepts and just threw letters together to make it. All they had to do, like, NCT 127 stands for three separate things with coordinates. Like, oh like you know what I mean? God. But, like, she just explained how BAE 127. Seven three is basically the same word or the same concept five times. Like that was very redundant, and they could have just been like perfection, or they could have just been like B A E, or they could have been like one seven three. Like they're basically like perfect, perfect, perfectly squared, perfect. You like, <laughs> why are they? A, why are they a barcode? If it was just numbers, you would have been like, why are they a barcode? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, wow, what do the numbers stand for? And you could have been like, the numbers stand for perfection, and I. I would have been like wow that's dope but like the fact that they said the word perfection in six different ways and added it together was very redundant and i'm very upset all they said was before anyway, anything else moving along we're good <laughs> i know i'm right? just saying how can you be mad at a group name that's exactly the same this is a great group and i really enjoyed them i'm just really strict about people's names nowadays. this is, this is like, a great uh-huh. debut yes amazing yes. can't wait to see more moving on 
Rude. I have not even said what I needed to say because Terrigan has been going on a rant about the name. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I, li- I, li- I like it. I like their EP too. It's really good. But obviously like Tangiel is in it. So I was obviously already like smitten. Um, But I really like this. Like they're just, they're just so like fresh and like so cute they're incredible and, and the album is great and yeah. doyan wrote some of it and he's doing amazing and he's only 15 and i'm proud of him so and wild. he's incredible and there's also a tiny little member named bit that's yes! his stage name is bit and it means light and he's adorable and he's a great vocalist and hangul is great and i love yujun and jamin and they're great and there's a kid that has a huge mouth and it's like <laughs> he's so Junso. cute. Junso. He's so funny. And he's the leader. Junso is the leader. And he's a 2002 liner and he's the leader. And he's great. And Jamin. <laughs> yes. And Jamin and Yoonjun are my biases and I love them. And that is that. <laughs> Beautiful Damn. words. Thank you. I just hope the best for this group because they had a, I mean, this is a really strong debut in the sense that everybody liked it. So I just hope that they get more attention and that they keep thriving because they deserve it because this was super fun. Anyways, let's move on before Terika got something else to say about it. Wow, I feel so attacked and for what? Oh, you feel attacked. You feel attacked. At the beginning of this episode, I was talking about how excited i was to talk about this and you just spewed your hatred for them already <laughs> anyways yeah. momoland uh, yes for our next comeback we have momoland they came out with ready or not the moment the song started i was just like is terica gonna say that this song sounds the same we shall find it out does. <laughs> so the song does not sound the same <laughs> Until you get to the chorus. And then it's typical Mama Land with the whole like standing in a line doing a dance so that everybody can do the dance with them type situation. I was so shook at first. I was like, okay, okay, look at this character development. Okay. (laughs) They went back. I mean, they have their brand and they're sticking to it. I mean, they're firm believers. It's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And so I'm just like, get your coin, Momo Land. <laughs> but let's talk about this music video because I really liked it. I liked the colors and how pink it was. And the girl that was wearing the fluffy yellow top, love that top. I want it. But yeah, like Terika said, there was a point that I was just like, this sounds just like they're out their song. I wonder if they like brainwash people with their songs. Like that's why it sounds <laughs> that's the same. exactly it's like what repetitive. it is. That's exactly it's like what Josie happened. and the Pussycats. So it's just like over and over. Like you will love Momo Land. You will love Momo Land. You will love Momo. And here we are. Here we are. Anyways, Momoland did that, but at the same time, they sounded like the same as before. Yay, are we ready or not? Maybe we're not. Okay. Um, (laughs) Are we ready or not to change the chorus? (laughs) Right. (laughs) On to bigger and better things. Woods came back. (laughs) He looks so cute with his little perm. He was so cute. There was no structure, just vibes. I love quirky. This was literally no structure, just vibes. I have never, I pen that, I pen that motto and he put it into a music video and I'm so happy. There was, there was balloons. There was fucking costume. He was in like a teddy bear. There was cars like, skr, skr, skr. there was girls, <laughs> there was tattooed everything. dancers, like everything. Mm-hmm. 
They were vibing. They were just having fun. They're like, let's just go out into this like random location and just vibe. And everybody's like, all right, bet. And that's what happened. It was great. It was great. It was great. I know. This song, this music great. video still gave me like fall vibes. Like when I watched it, I I was telling Kat that it's like right at the beginning of fall time. Like summer just ended and it's getting a little chilly, but it's not like too cold yet. You know what I mean? And that's like the yeah. video. That's what the vibe was giving me because it was still fall, but early fall. I feel it. I feel it. But I loved it. I love how fun it was. And again, yeah, like how it was just like just vibes, no structure, just vibes. Um, He looks super cute with his little perm. And I really like I just I like the sound for him. The album mm-hmm. is also really, really good. And the song that he has with Jamie is amazing. I mean, I get it. <sighs> yeah, no, <laughs> like that. They're, they're like, like Terika said. We might be still mad about what happened, but if they made up, then that's their business. But I can't deny it. That song was beautiful. But mm-hmm. yeah, but the but the album is Chef's Kiss, beautiful. I I mean, hello is Woods, but and I do prefer his dark hair. But you know what? He still looks cute. So it's he okay. looked cute. He's he still looks cute with his little perm. I he know. So <laughs> and his little what is that? Like an octopus bag? I don't know what that creature yes, was. Yes, it's a monkey. I think it's a monkey. <laughs> a monkey. It's so cute. I want it. Like I was about it. <laughs> you said octopus. <laughs> I know. I just remember it like having legs and being pink, and I was like, huh, octopus. Obviously, <laughs> I thought it was a spider. I mean, when it first came out, I thought it was a spider, like a pink spider see is it a spider oh man so see now we don't I know. guess you you interpret it how you will <laughs> whatever vibe you get from the bag that's what yep. it is. That's, that's what, what it is. is oh my god it's like me buying the strawberry bag because i saw <laughs> johnny wearing it strawberry oh cow you make me go wow don't even excuse me what <laughs> okay anyway cm blue everybody is yes! back Oh, it was so um, good. So good. First so of all, amazing. they looked amazing. Yeah, um, amazing. Second of all, they have come back with then, now, and forever, which makes you want to cry a little bit. I know. Mm-hmm. They've been um, here then. They're going to be there here now, and then they're going to be here forever. Oh, my God. Uh, they got rid of the piece of garbage that was in their band, mm-hmm. and yep. now they released this beautiful piece of art where they looked incredible. Sounded they incredible. sounded insane Mm -hmm. and the music video was beautiful and it was just it was a museum a work of art truly it is a work of art oh my god i know he's so fine oh my god he's so hot Oh wow. They're all just so like exquisite. Like, <laughs> you right. Like, that's, that's a man. That's a man band right there. They're very refined band. and classy and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Yeah. sexy but I, and I, I love this because like they haven't had a comeback in like three to four years. And four years, yeah. Um literally like people were really hype about this. They were expecting something like super upbeat and whatever. Um, kinda like Cinderella type of thing. But then they hit us with this and I was just like, you know what? Like this is completely fine because still is a masterpiece. I'm just like, how do I describe the song? It's I'm just like uh it's sentimental, I think Ooh, is the there word we go. for it. That <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's like it's like comforting as well. Like it yeah. feels like a comforting sound. It's definitely because obviously because CM Blue has been through so much in the span of like the last two years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, With everything that's happened and their like enlistments and everything and like they're celebrating their 10th year anniversary. 
Like, obviously, it's been really tough with, like, what's been going on for not just CM Blue, but obviously with fans. And yeah. I know they talked in an interview where they were like, they didn't want to rush anything. So they didn't want to, like, put something out before they all enlisted. Or they didn't want to put something out after everything had happened. And so they were just like, you know, we're just going to take our time. Like, the fans are going to understand. And when we put out what we put out, it's just going to feel like us like it's gonna feel genuine mm-hmm. and i think that's literally what they did and i was like yes i think so beautiful. too like amazing even you know like even in the music video like did y'all catch like everything was like blue yeah like, they, yeah it was like everything. all white and then it continuously mm-hmm. became blue like there was hints of blue but then like as it progressed everything became blue and then they were blue like they had like dark navy yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, suits on it and my so man cool. with his long coat yes baby you did that the man Ooh, that with man with a long tailored coat. coat period but anyway yeah like they ended up being blue themselves and it was really good and the rest of the album insane so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. insane so good. i love blue stars and winter again like i got chills like it's just a vibe like their whole album is they're just a so vibe. good so they are so good and that's why guanil said that he would want them at their festival so. <laughs> you're right and I you, said you right. as an artist <laughs> yeah right i was just like he would invite me as an artist and i was just like ah? <laughs> all right i <laughs> guess i'll be the mc and then <laughs> he invited day six and cm blue i said that's a party that's a party that's a party oh, oh my god is that where we're, is that where we're making our debut at his festival pentejas is making their debut <laughs> Yes! Can you imagine? Guanel's gonna have a stage. <laughs> I'm excited for that. But CM Blue, amazing. Chef's Kiss. This whole album, the three of y'all, just wow. beautiful. Man. That's all you need. That's all you need. Okay, this is it. This is the group, and that's it. <laughs> um, for our next comeback, we have Akmu. They came back with Happening. Um, oh, this song is so fucking good. Yeah. Oh my god. I love their music so much. Same. And the transitions in the music video are super cool. And I like how they have like, it's like a play on words of happy ending. Because they're just like, oh, it's happening because it's right now. So they're not Mm. thinking about anything else. It's just in this moment. So I was just like, that is genius. Yeah. And the video was just like, oh, it was like art. I was like, yes. Just Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. It is time now for our... BTS album review of B. So let's get this going with the first song, which is Life Goes On, which is also the single. And wow, (sighs) they got us in our feels. But when they said that they were going to be working, like it's just primary them working on this song. Like they did this during quarantine. It's just all about them, them, them. I was like, oh God, here we go. Cookie directed it. Yeah, I was like, here we go. It's going to hit everybody in the feels. It's going to be so unnecessary. And I was correct. I would just like to give everyone a warning. If you are to watch this music video with Cynthia, stay far away from her. (laughs) She will slap the shit out of you. At the first sight of Kim Young, you will get a fucking smack in the back of the head like you've never experienced it. But (laughs) she hit you in the back. No, I hit her really hard. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Smack the shit out of me. Like I was discombobulated for a good five seconds. I didn't expect him to pop up right away and then like it just be a close up and you can see like the lunar on his nose and you know how I feel about that lunar on his nose so 
Kat doesn't even remember the video. She just blanked out. She was just unconscious <laughs> for a long no right, The knew. whole time. It was crazy, though, because, like, we had to move our filming schedule around because of the Lucy fan sign. And so we had to film early instead. And then it worked out amazing because BTS is like, guess what? There's a countdown and the video's out tonight. And then we're, like, lit. And so we, like, filmed our reactions. We finished it. And then we, like, refreshed, like, the countdown. And we're like, oh, my God, it's a minute left. So let's go. <laughs> But life goes on, yeah. I was just like, this is like spring day part two. But you can tell that this was like, even the not just the song, but like the whole album, you can tell that this is like for ARMY. Like if you don't know BTS or you don't like like them like that and things like that, you're going to think that this album is very sad and like bleh, like, you know, maybe for like one or two songs. Because that's what I saw a lot of people that don't stand BTS like that. They're just like, this is like... I don't want to, and I quote, they said, I don't want to hear millionaires talk about how sad they are. <laughs> My God. Wow. Their feelings are and valid. I was like, damn. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people in general should be able to relate to this song right now. Yeah. Listen, regardless if you are a millionaire or a bajillionaire, like you're still stuck in the house. Like mm-hmm, you're still... Mm-hmm contemplating your life right now like there's no oh because you have money COVID doesn't affect you no what no that's not how that works this song though made me realize that like like aside from like you know people like getting sick or dying or being like out of work like I it made me think about how the different ways COVID affected people because for like depending Mm -hmm. on how your state or your country or your town handled it so for like for BTS, for example, Korea, like, they went into, like, a shutdown. Like, a shutdown, nobody shutdown. was leaving their house for, like, two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, for them, like, they, like, everything felt like it stopped. Like, so when everybody's, like, when the world yep. stopped, like, everything felt, like, boom. But, like, for me, I didn't feel that, like, at all. Because yep. where yeah. I was, like, I was considered, quote, unquote, an essential worker. So for yeah, people same. who had to quarantine or people who had to work from home, like, for me, my life didn't stop. I got up every day yep. at the same time, did the same thing, and went to work. Like, the only difference for me is that my outlet got taken away. So, like, my mm-hmm. life didn't change as far as, like, my day-to-day routine, but my like like I said the my the way that I decompress changed so mm-hmm. everybody else kind of had to just stop their lives and change and just kind of at first it was like okay we'll hang out we'll take a break from work we'll make TikToks but then all of a sudden like when things just didn't get better within a week everybody was like what the heck is happening but meanwhile for me my life was still happening but the thing that I like looked forward to was gone so I felt like I was on a loop of work so I had no escape as far as like okay, now I can take my vacation and go see my friends or now I can go travel and do this. Like there was like, there was no stopping for me. So I didn't get the whole everything stopped situation. I got like just more stress upon stress upon stress because like I didn't have, yeah, I didn't get to. And then when I did quote unquote quarantine because someone at my job got COVID, it didn't feel like a quarantine. It just felt like I had three days off of work and then I went, back to work Mm -hmm. so it just kind of made me think about it because for some people like in new york and like in california or like maybe where you guys in washington like things did stop because like no one was on the streets everyone had to stay home but like me like there for a good while while everybody else was in quarantine or where everyone else was in lockdown people were still going to bars where i live so like i didn't feel that the world stopped thing the way that a lot of people did and that song kind of like life goes on kind of like opened that to me because like 
in their sense, it's like, even though everything is stopping, life is going on. But I, in my sense, it was just like, life just keeps going on, even if everybody else does it for me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, there's so many different layers to COVID that I feel like, like what you guys were saying, despite if you're a millionaire or you, you know, minimum wage, like your life was changed. Maybe not in the same way theirs was, but like Mm -hmm. everyone felt stuck or sad or some type of something, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like for idols, especially like their work is their outlet. Like it's what gets them out of their head. Like it's they're so used to being go, 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 go all the time that when they actually have to sit there in their thoughts, it's probably terrifying like it is for anyone. Like no one likes to overthink about everything. Mm -hmm. But now they're like, oh, my God, like we had to cancel these concerts. We had to do this. Like we can't even practice. We can't go on shows. We can't do nothing. Like what if people forget about us? Like what if people don't care by the time all of this is over, you know? Mm -hmm. Like in the music or entertainment industry, like you're – your time is limited. Like there's mm-hmm. very few yeah. cases of longevity in this industry. So like to be in a place where you're on a standstill, like how easily you can be forgotten. That's terrifying. Like yeah. that's even with the whole, like even going into the military thing, yeah, like people are that. just yep. like crap because it, those two years, you know, people can't forget you. And that sucks too, mm-hmm. because it's like, we had this whole year of nothingness and there are some older members who like now next year, they got to go into the mm-hmm. military. So yep. it's like, well, dang. And even for BTS themselves, uh, they've always talked about how much like performing, like how much they, they mm-hmm. love performing. And so for them, taking that away from them was what seems to have hit them harder because mm-hmm. like, yeah, they can like sleep now for like a little bit, but now they can't see fans they can't perform on stage which is literally what they were like born to be (laughs) like they yeah yeah like and what they look forward to. exactly they they built their whole entire life they literally gave up their youth to be able to perform and do what they love and now they weren't able to do that and when they were able to do that for the online concerts obviously it's like way different you know like the first online concert all they had was like a chat and then the second uh the second one was like oh yeah you can actually like see their faces like online but still it's still not the same you know what i mean it's not the same <laughs> yeah it's and, not like, the same for a group like bts who built their like their whole base is their fans like they're so yep. interactive with their fans and so i know like maybe it sounds weird but i know like for them and for even like other artists too like if you're connect like if you have that connection with your fans just seeing how like this hurt your fans or not being able to like see them or talk to them or just seeing that like they're going through so much and you just kind of can't do anything like the one the small thing you felt like you could do like by performing or making music or things like that you can't anymore so it's like you can't even be there to help your fans you're just kind of seeing them also sitting around like just stuck even in the lyrics of the song they're kind of saying that like people say the world has changed but thankfully like between between you and me like nothing's changed oh, Yoongi. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I wrote that like down. yoongi's part yeah, yeah, yeah. which i mean that's when he's like Mm-mm-mm-mm. and i was just like uh, yes. i do i do like yes. the, the like this rap style that he's been playing with it reminded me of his mm-hmm. um verse in blueberry eyes with max and it's mm-hmm. like yeah you know like kind of urban i don't know i like it i dig it <laughs> so but yeah but that's like that's what they were going with you know like even though like there's so much around us that has changed Mm -hmm. like how for them it could change in you know like the xyz way but Mm -hmm. like terika said like for us like it changed in a different way it's kind of like our outlet to go have fun or like de-stress is out because for us like we continued working every day 
Um, yep. But still the bond with fans, like it's still there and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. So that's why I thought it was like just so emo. And and then they decided to show the freaking venue. And I was like, uh, yeah. how dare y'all? How, how dare y'all do this to us? And I feel like this was unapologetically for army i don't think bts made oh, this song for anyone else yeah yeah or this album in general this whole yeah. album that's yeah. what i mean yeah. like that's what i was saying like if you don't if you're not army like you're gonna look at this album and be like damn like why is this so sad or why like xyz but if you're army you're reading this and you know like it's because that's what we're both going through yeah uh, going through type of thing well, that's the thing about BTS, though. Even like Namjoon talked about in the press conference that they that they have always just made music for what they're feeling and what is going on in their lives currently. Which is why, like, even if you like listen to their past albums, like it's always like a different sound in a way. And I love that about them, duh. But um, so that this album is reflecting that they are going through a pandemic with the rest of the world and they have feelings. Yeah. And so this is the sound that they came up with. And I, I love it. It is a hundred percent BTS. And there was even like a, like a lyric that Nan, uh, Namjoon said in the song that said, guess I'm only human after all. I was like, damn, 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 damn. Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah, Cause people are like, Oh, they're not really feeling this. And it's like, yeah, I am. Yeah. But also like, like most of BTS's like quote unquote emo songs, they're sad, yeah, but there's always like hope in them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like just like the concept of this song, like you know how they're talking mm-hmm. about how they were affected by COVID and just being stuck and things like that. But the title itself, like life goes on, like yeah, right now this is happening, but we can't sit and just be idle. Like we can't just sit in our own sadness. Like you're allowed to be sad and stuff, but life is still gonna happen, and there's small joys Mm -hmm. in things and you just kind of have to take those small wins or those like small happiness and like and just kind of like push through Mm -hmm. and so that's what I like about their songs like even though they're like yeah we're sad but you know together we're gonna get get through through this this. yeah yeah exactly I saw people comparing this to spring day like people compare it like it was like a response to spring day (laughs) which yeah that's why i'm spring day part two that's why i kept saying yeah 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 (laughs) like the lyrics it does sound like a like a response Mm -hmm. to it and also randomly like throughout the the entire day i'll just be like like in the forest right (laughs) yeah i thought that was really cool because like that also represents how like every day felt like a loop like after a Mm -hmm. while like after like not the excitement because like nothing about this is exciting but like People kind of took this as, like, the first couple of weeks, like, okay, like, uh, if we it's go a break. and do this, it's going to be a break. Like, I don't have to go to work. Like, it'll be resolved in, like, a month or two. Things would be great. And then after those two weeks, everything just felt like it was just on a loop. Like, you wake up, you do this. For you real. Eat, you watch TV. You sit in your house. And so, like, the whole echo in the forest thing is kind of, like, when you go echo, it's like echo. It's like surround sound. Like, everything is just on a loop constantly mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. mentally, I'm still in March, so. <laughs> Girl. Girl. <laughs> mentally, I'm still in 2019. <laughs> You're right. Like, What's a 2020? We don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know her. You're right. Um, The next song on the album is Fly to My Room. Oh, and yeah. I want to say that this is my favorite favorite song in the album mm-hmm. i i love it because it's kind of like saying well first of all i love jimin's voice in this yeah like, was so belting nice. out them ad libs at the end Ooh, his voice his voice was um, amazing in this like it just sounded yeah. so yes. good it suited the the song like mm-hmm. it was so good i love like it was like a chill vibe and i like the meaning behind it because 
you're it's kind of like you're turning your room into your world which is true like mm-hmm. you find yourself now like well i gotta make do with what i have to do mm-hmm. so my room is my sanctuary basically yeah. and i have to create like a world in here in order to not go crazy mm-hmm. um right. so i love it and also you got the the combination of v-men and soap oh my God! Um, Yo, soulmate so culture. It was soulmate culture. Yo, but when Jimin started and was like, this whole year got stolen, I was like, oh, I felt that king. Yeah, you, you're right. right. <laughs> you. It reminded me of that sad video of that girl who was just like, made, like she listed all of her like resolutions or things she was going to do in 2020. Oh my and God, yeah. Like, she was just like, make more money. She's like, I've been unemployed since March. And she was just like, visit my, gr- have like, spend more time with my grandma. Like her grandma died. And I'm just oh. like, yeah, it, girl, and it was so sad. Yeah, like everything that so she sad. wanted to do for twenty twenty, like every one of her plans, literally the opposite happened. Like it was oh. so sad. Mm-hmm. It like oh, it was just like oh no. The year, the year really did get stolen. I feel that. But again, like the the vibe of the song and mm-hmm. like how they did it, like it was. It's just I I loved it. I feel like mm-hmm. it fit me, and I was just dancing like like swaying <laughs> with the song. Yeah, yeah. and I. I thought it was fitting, too, that, like, these two, like, this unit was the unit that did, like, the fly me to my room or whatever. Because, yes. like, we know that Hobie and Jimin share room. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. they're always, like, so, like, you could not only is their room, like, their safe space or their comfort, but, like, each other because they're always there. And then, like, with the whole thing of, like, him and Jimin and then, like, Tay being so close and then the whole, like, Hobie's always with Yugi type thing. You can just imagine, like, the four of them just hanging out in this room, like, uh-huh. all the time. And, like, writing this song in this room. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Yugi's, like, you know, he's expressed that he's, like, a lazy person. So he <laughs> lounges a lot, like, around a lot. So I was just, like, I know that this man was probably in his room when they announced this, like, oh, Oh, we we off? Okay. He was probably in there for like a whole week. And then after he's like, okay, I'm bored. Yeah. (laughs) They're probably sitting in that room. We're like, oh my God, wouldn't it be funny if we made a song about being in the room? (laughs) Like, they're like, oh, yeah, that's great. (laughs) Jimin slept for three days straight and then he woke up after three days of sleeping and he's like, oh shit, that was was lit. Okay, now what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Again, they were in their room. I love like my one of my favorite things, obviously, besides like listening to the album um, without lyrics, just to like hear the song and just keep hearing it. But like one of my favorite things about comeback is always reading the translations because they really they put into words things I never even thought about, like what Carolina was saying about like the room and the like the being your sanctuary when. Yungi was even saying how his room has like a way to accept all of his emotions. I was like, damn. He's yes. right. He's right. <laughs> How he they were saying it's like your room like welcomes you and embraces you. And it's again, it's like your comfort space. So mm-hmm. like yep. it's your therapist. Your room is your therapist. Like how many things like I saw so many people during this quarantine, like redecorate, reorganize, uh-huh. throw away things like even we did it. So it's like that that's the vibe that i got that they were just like we made this space and it's like when you're little and you like create a fort and you're like in the fort is like the castle with the princess and the this and you come up with like the whole story i feel like that's what i felt while listening to this in the sense of like that's what they did with their room like they had to (laughs) like make it into something more exciting than what it was Mm -hmm. so i really liked it as you can tell snaps (laughs) snaps (laughs) The next song, though, 
Blue and gray. So much. I love this. This is the saddest bitch in town. I'm just saying. My man worked on it. And I'm so proud of so, him. So, of course, it was very angsty and artsy. And... This song is beautiful. This is yeah. how I know me and Tay would be friends, because we vibe with the same shit. Me and him are on the same fucking <laughs> wavelength, because this song is fucking beautiful. Retweet. Literally, right. I heard this song, and the second it started, like, my whole body was just, like, covered in chills. I was like, oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. It's funny <laughs> that you say chills, one? because, like, when Yungi started, like, rapping, his mm-hmm. tone felt like a blanket. Like, the whole thing felt like... Like a warm hug. Yeah, like like warm. And I was just like, oh my god. And also, but it also gave me the sense of, like, limbo. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a very in-between, mm-hmm. like, even when the song ended with Tay, like, it felt incomplete. Like, I was like, like you know how, like, you tell your friends goodnight and then you lay down, but then you get back on Twitter and you're, like, <laughs> scrolling? Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, it was like the song ended, but I was just like, but... But no, like the feeling it, lingered. Yeah, it lingered. And so I was just like, yeah. this is, oh, this is something. Something's happening <laughs> with this. I'm going to set the mood for when I listened to this album when it came out. Okay, I was listening to it. Uh, I started listening to it with me and Cynthia. I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to wait. So I waited till the next day and I was in a bath and I was like, oh, let me listen to the BTS album. I put it on shuffle. I said, bloop. And this song came on and I was like, <gasps> I was in the bathtub. I had a candle on and I was just like, oh, my God, God needed me to be in this moment when I was this song because uh-huh. it was like euphoric, like everything around me just turned into like a scene from like an old black and white movie. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is everything to me. And the contrast between Jimin and Tay, mm-hmm, their voices yes. together, Jesus, mm-hmm. Lord. Amen. I lost my mind mm-hmm. several times. I was crying in the bathtub. My mom literally knocked on the door. She said, are you okay? I was like, yeah, this is BTS. <laughs> Mood. It's like, are you and good? It's fine. It's BTS. <laughs> and I was just like sitting there in awe. I literally listened to the song on repeat. Like I put it on repeat on my phone, and that's all I listened to in the bath. And I was just like, this is like, wow, this is everything. Like I looked up in my bathroom and I thought I was like outside and like a starry like night. Oh my God. Like, oh Hallucinating. My God, this is she had an out of body experience. I did. <laughs> I was like, there was an outer body experience. Mm-hmm. Like it, I was like, what is going on? Like this shouldn't be happening. You're right. You're right. Praise I was my like, man. If song. only I You're was right. on some like drugs, this would have been. <laughs> oh my God. This is the drug. This is the drug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this song. I'm so proud of Tay and the, the the song for this entire song, obviously. Um, he said that he was like feeling really burnt out. So he decided to work on the song instead of dwell on those emotions. And then this is the song that he came up with. And I was like, yes, King. That's my man's. Um, can't wait for it. Can't wait for the mixtape. <laughs> um, I really hope he drops it on his birthday. Imagine like the, the day before oh the God. end of the year. Oh. Amazing. Breathtaking. Yes. Anyway, speaking it, manifesting it. <laughs> <laughs> you're right uh anyway there was a there was a lyric that um it made me really tear up when i when i read the lyrics because at first i was like cat just kept listening to it i was like yes love this love this but um when i read the lyrics um it said i just want to be happier is that a big greed i was like <laughs> you're right <laughs> Yeah, because uh, i feel that i feel that on the daily like, it even trended when the album got out <laughs> All you uh, on the trending topics. I just want to be happier. Was trending, yeah. <sighs> but like that was like a really like that hit me too because yeah. like sometimes I stop and think like when he said I just want to be happier. Is that a big greed? I was thinking about like 
I've been complaining and whining like I can't go travel. I can't go to concerts. <laughs> I can't see my friends. And I'm like, is that being like a brat? Like, is that being a greedy? Because like there are people who like they can't buy groceries and yeah. they can't go to work. And I'm over yeah. here just like, I really just want to go to a concert. And so, but then again, like I said, that everybody think about how everyone is struggling in different ways yeah. with what's happening. And so I was just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I took this lyric in, in more of like a, um, like, obviously the girls here know, like, I have a lot of things going on personally since like, I was like 19 that I had to unfortunately grow up faster than mm-hmm. I really wanted to mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I always say this all the time that I I'm like I really like I wish I didn't have to do that and I always like I feel I feel like I shouldn't think like that but like it just like hurts you know like I just want to be happy and free of this burden I have on my shoulders that like literally weighs mm-hmm. me down and makes my hair go- turn gray and like fall out like that's how stressed I am on the daily and I also feel greedy when I'm like, but I shouldn't feel like that because I am, I have this burden, but I want to be, I want everyone to be happy around me, but then like, I feel so weighed down. So like, exactly. that's what, that's why this lyric hit me so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, feel that. I just know that when I was listening to the album, because I heard it right after like it came out, um, this song came on. And then when it says that like, when it started, I had to just pause and sit down. Mm-hmm. And when I said that, like, I just want to be happier. I was just like, oh, this bitch sad sad. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't even. I, I was like, I don't oh, even have to read the lyrics. I was like, this bitch is sad sad. I just know mm-hmm. it. But it did bring up a point because a lot of people were saying like, oh, um, I think I read a review and I don't remember who wrote it, uh, like what outlet it was. But they were kind of saying like, oh, you know, like this is kind of like saying like you're you're depressed and sad because you know covid and blah 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 but some other people were bringing that up and saying like no like people have been dealing with these things before covid Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just that now more than that yeah yeah exactly like people have been dealing with this for forever it's just that everybody wants to like erase it like now that yeah it's covid like people are blaming it on that but i'm just like no like you know people or you know of somebody like even you know your friend knows somebody type of thing like that's dealing with that shit so i'm just like you know this is not it's not because of quarantine like people have been going through this yeah so the fact that tay took this time because i didn't know that that's how he wrote this or like worked on this Mm mm-hmm but it just tells you that now, because they finally had some free time, they were able to put those thoughts into paper, you know? Yeah, yep. that's what I was going to say. Like, this, it just kind of, like, amplified everything, because, like, people were already dealing with, like, mental health issues or just personal things, and now that they have, it's kind of like, it sucks, because now you have time to just kind of, like, sit and think about it. Because a lot of people, the way that they, like, deflect or they just kind of keep moving is if they're just busy all the time. Like, if I just keep myself moving, I won't think about how sad I am. But, like, now that yeah. you don't have that option, it's just, like, amplified. And you can either, like, sit in it and you have time to kind of express it and talk it out to people. Or maybe you're just sitting in it and you can't find the words to talk about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that this mm-hmm. was, like, a really nice way for him to be able to express how he's feeling. But also to be able to share that, like for people who can't express it to let them know that they have like they're not by themselves like you're not the only one feeling this and that like I'm gonna say this in my own words and maybe that can help you be able to say it too 
Yeah, we've also talked about Tay a lot in general about like his capabilities and like his songwriting and like just his um, the, the way he articulates everything and puts everything like into perspective in his own way and how his mind just works differently. And I think more than anything, I feel like this was a song for him to tell people that are going through everything like, yo, I'm here with you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going through the same shit. Like, it's not just you by yourself. Just because you know, we know the type of person Tay is. Like, he's caring. He's mindful. He's incredibly expressive, but also insanely, like, to himself. So, like, this, I felt like, was a way for him to be like, look, right now is, like, going to be the hardest part in life right now. Like, this is it. Like, you're in your mind. I'm in my mind all the time. You're in your mind all the time. This is a song to help at least comfort you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... That's literally what it was. It was a comfort song and especially like just the blend of all of them together. Like Namjoon's verse was fucking incredible. Uh, and it's just yeah. you're just like, how do these men exist? Like, I don't understand how <laughs> they can articulate things so beautifully. And it's really true. Like they articulate things in a way that nobody is doing right now. Like they are giving you like their entire heart and soul with like no repercussion. They really don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. So it's just insane. Like this album, I think, portrays literally their earnest feelings. And that's so cool. And this song in particular was just like, oh, yes, Tay. And mm-hmm. you know what's cool going off of that? Because right after this song is the fucking skit oh, this, of them. Oh my God. I miss their the skits so much. Because they're so funny. <laughs> they're so fucking funny. <laughs> like, first of all, re- I-, I been hit release the unedited version. I want to hear Yungi curse for. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's just like mm-hmm. beep, beep, beep. Yeah. But, but going off of like what Kat said, like it's crazy to think of like this song and how like they came all the way to this. And then like right mm-hmm. after that, it's like boom the skit with them hitting like number one in billboard kind of saying like even though we're going through all this stuff even though we're like dealing with all of our personal problems and like you could be dealing with your personal problems like you could still achieve things like you could still like hit number one for whatever you know so i thought that that was really cool like how they put that right after even though it's like a switch of emotions because you're like oh my god this is so sad and then they're just like whoa billboard whenever they do (laughs) Whenever they do skits before I read the translation, I always feel like that one picture where the little boys eating the salad with the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all laughing. Yeah. That's what I always feel like. <laughs> Me too. I was dying laughing That's and didn't know what was going on, but it was hilarious. Exactly. The only thing that when it was like the beep beep beep, I was I was dying. I was like, "That's Yungi right there. Mm-hmm. I know it." <laughs> But then it also made me emotional because I think of their other skits and how, like, one of their skits was them talking about getting number one at, like, music shows. Yeah, I know. And then now it's gradually become getting number one on Billboard. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, saying. and even they say, like, in the skit, they were just like, how iconic would it be that we have to go perf- like, we have to go practice No More Dream, which is our debut song. Cool. And then right after and then the same day like we got number one on billboard you feel Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that was namjoon i was like wow geniuses period (laughs) uh but moving on from the skit then it goes into telepathy oh my god me too yeah this is another one of my favorites like it's so groovy love the retro good the cowbell thing i was like oh yeah (laughs) hit that cowbell i was like (laughs) i was here for it i really like it so good they have a lyric um, 
that says, even though we're far away now, we have the same mind. And it's like, it just reminded, it just felt like them. Like, you know how they've been like friends for so long. They've been together for so long mm-hmm. that they, they think the same. It's like, for example, like if we're, if we're like saying something and then like you say it and you're just like i was just thinking that shit you feel like yeah that best friend telepathy going on yeah, yeah. I, re- so. I literally wrote that in our in like in the group chat because like we there there's a point in time before we like went to florida that we, we hadn't seen each other forever but like we talk in the group chat all the time and like there's so many times where someone's literally writing something and you can tell they sent it boom boom and it's like the exact same statement and <laughs> yes. we're just like oh <laughs> Or, like, we'll send each other the same freaking TikTok at the same time, like, yeah. in the other yeah. group chat. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Or in the Twitter one where we send each other something on Twitter. We're like, oh, my bad. Kat already sent it. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, um, but I thought of, like, when I was listening to the song before I read the lyrics or anything, I thought of that meme, you know, that the, the video of Minho walking down the street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I love that video. That's what I thought of with this song, bro. I love it. I love it. But I like it. It's like kind of telling everybody like we're still together in heart and spirit no matter what, even if we're not seeing each other. I mean, like we still got that. It's crazy this album, how it's just like, oh, sadness. When will we see each other again? The world is ending. Then boom. You know what? Let's just hit the skate ring and just vibe. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> party. Hang out. Like I can imagine them just like dancing around like after like they slept for three days. They're like, okay, cool. What should we do? They're like dance party. Let's watch movies. And they're like dressing in their onesies and they're just like hanging out, like eating popcorn and throwing it at yeah. each other, just like having the time of their lives, just being best friends. Because I feel like yeah. that's also a plus side if you think of it in terms of COVID. You think of like all the families that like didn't really eat dinner together, really didn't hang out, and then they were forced to be together 24 7. And now they're like playing board games and hanging out and watching movies and like yeah. getting to know each other like, like all over again. So I was like, this is really fun. Like sometimes you just have that vibe with people, like. You may not be around them mm-hmm. or see them for forever, but like when you do hang out or when you do talk, it's just like mm-hmm. you've been living together for 36 years. And also, I have to talk about the Yoongi cookie duo in the chorus because yeah. that yes. shit was yeah. fire. You're right. So good when Yoongi did that and then Jungkook just in the back. Mm-mm-mm. And I was like, ah! so cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, I am living for all of this. I was like, this is the best fucking duo, like, ever. Like, I didn't know I needed it mm-hmm. until I got it. And I was like, They're yes, such a cute duo. Like, that's my duo everything. right there. <laughs> I was like, okay, Jun Jun Cook, calm down. <laughs> I love it. Bro, when I heard the cowbell for the first time, I was like, I don't, I, I, I never thought I would fuck with this, but here I am. I was More like, I just cowbell. imagine Yoongi. Yoongi, like, getting a package, and everybody's like, ooh, I wonder what he got. And he, like, s- rolls up to the, like, studio, and he's like, I got something for the song, everybody. And they're like, ooh, what is it? And he just, like, pulls out a cowbell, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, I got this. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> he's like, just play the fucking track. Doom, doom, doom. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Right? Ready? Doom, doom, doom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Doom, doom, doom. Like... <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. But this, it's like, yeah, like it was like the skit was like the twi- the switch for for the rest of the album. Because um, right after we have this ease, which has like an old school hip hop influence. It's in Hope it. World so featuring BTS. Yep. Yep. <laughs> literally, much. I literally have it in my notes. This should be on a Hobie mixtape. <laughs> like, this is literally. It is Hobie. So 
<laughs> and Hobie so was talking about funny. coffee in the beginning. Like, the beginning was literally like a yawn. Like, he was just waking up. And he's like, all right, let's go. Let's get it started. Talk about coffee. I was like, that was for Terika. And you can't convince me, me on the otherwise. Daily. But this song was the one that I was the most confused out of, like, reading the lyrics. Because I was just like, are they saying people are the disease? Like, are they saying they are the disease? <laughs> I mean, technically, right now, people are the disease. You're so. right. <laughs> like, being idle is the disease. Like, sitting, like, not, like, mm-hmm. sitting around and not, like, have yeah, having anything to do. That's what they were talking about. They were saying, like, oh, the real illness is, like, their inability to, like, just rest and, like, not work on anything. Because they've always talked about just being on the go, 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 go at all times. That when they're forced to just hang out and just chill um that they're just like no we should be doing something we should be working like we need like we need to work on music that's like what i took the song as which is honestly so true because mm-hmm. like i'm so for example i'm so used to like having to do a lot of things all at once and so i think it happened to carolina once where she asked me she's like hey am i supposed to be editing something right now and i was like no why and she's like oh okay because like i i feel like i should be doing something like i need to be working on something yeah and i i was like you're right no it's because yeah because i was used to working like seven days a week so when i stopped working at my weekend gig i was like what do i do now yeah (laughs) exactly and i feel like that just kind of gets you like even if you're someone who like doesn't do a lot or doesn't go out all the time when you're forced to not do something sometimes you just Uh get that itch just like whoa now that i can i just kind of really want to do something like I just feel like I, I need to be doing something why am I just sitting here like yes you know what I mean so it's like, like that feeling it's like that feeling in the back of your head where you're just like scrolling on TikTok and you're just like mm, this is wrong I should be doing something productive like right what should I and be I feel doing? like yeah. and everyone feels that sometimes you'll jump up and be like is there something I should be doing like I just mm-hmm. I have way too much free time and it just feels odd so like I <laughs> know like if we're feeling that way someone whose schedule is packed every day like every minute of the day they're doing something I know like for all that to just like not be a thing anymore I bet that definitely felt weird like sleeping in and waking up like wait am I supposed to be at work like are we supposed to be doing- <laughs> like <laughs> I missed the photo shoot I don't like what? what no what <laughs> I don't know what photo shoot but I missed something <laughs> I know right no that was me this morning I woke up at like 9 a.m and I was like I'm late for work and I'm like wait no it's Sunday yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> me on Saturdays, like, uh, uh, cause I'm, I edit during my lunch period. I edit when I come home. I'm editing at all times every <laughs> single day. Like, I should you not. But, like, the last, like, uh, I want to say, like, two, three weeks, like, on Saturdays, I kind of just chill and hang out. And I've been trying to do that for, you know, mental health issues. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, every you. Saturday where I'm like, okay, this is my off day. Even as I know and I told myself it's my off day and I know that I already worked every single day and I'm going to work on Sunday, I still have that weird feeling where I can't fully relax. Where I'm like, mm, I could like edit while I'm watching this movie. Like I could like do something mm-hmm. else on the side, you know? <laughs> but see, for me, like when I was listening to this, I was like, they always do this, BTS. They put the songs with like the question life or are kind of <laughs> like sad or whatever but it's the funkiest and most upbeat song in the freaking album they're like hey hey we're just so sad but we're just gonna rock and roll everybody i'm less like y'all always do this but at first i was just confused because i was reading the lyrics and i was just like 
wait, like, what do they mean? Because are they talking literal, like the people are the disease? But then it's like this ease. So it's like you're uneasy. So I was uh -huh. like, is it you yourself being uneasy? Or not even unease too. It could just like this ease, like the ease of not doing anything. Like this ease is like weird to me. Like it's just making me feel... Like, the ease oh. of just waking up all day, every day, and not having any schedules or whatever. Like, hmm. I never even thought about it. See? Like, that's why I was just, like, I was in my... I was, like, that meme of the guy with the board in the back and all the <laughs> all the red string. I was just, like, how? How? Like, which one is it? There's also a tweet that I sent. I don't know if... I don't know if what group chat is in. We have, like, 82,000 group chats. But it's, like, yeah, breaking right. down a part in um, June's verse about, like him talking about being ill but like also like it says i'm ill yeah i'm work itself i'm the job itself and it's like okay it's like he's sick of working so you can take ill as in like he's being sick but then they said you can also do ill as in like it means like work in korean and so he's like he's work he's defined by him work his work who he is is his work so like you know it's weird not Like, he doesn't know who he is anymore because he is his work. And now that he doesn't have his work, what does he do? And then also ill as in, like, number one ill, like, his job. Like, he's number one, too. So he's the best at his job. He is his job. But also he's, like, sick of working and being Damn. defined as his job. Wow, Kim nam -Zoo. Yeah, like, people analyze his verses all the time. And they're always just, like, the like the most... I'm just like, who are I'm you, I'm saying. Like... God. Kim Nam June, uh, sir, please. My president, uh, please just run for wait, president. Please. I will go be a citizen of whatever country. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, the next song on the album is Stay. This is the main stage ho at EDC. It is a main stage ho, which is ironic because Yoongi doesn't like EDM. It's not that he's against it, but he's just not a, like a huge, huge fan of EDM. And this is the only song that Yoongi didn't help produce. Yep. And it's the Because EDM it was, song. It was all Cookie. Cookie of was EDM. in there like, no, we're gonna do this. But I feel like this is such like a fan song. I feel like, because it's like, Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Talking about how, like, yeah, like, no matter what's going on, I Girl, know you're going to Girl, EDM could be fan me. songs and, like, emotions. Yeah. I definitely yeah. felt when I, I was transported to a show Same. when I heard this song. This is the, like, in where everyone's, like, jumping up and down and, like, vibing and crying. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's the last one. And they're, like, on the stage mm -hmm. just having fun, about to do their little, like, bow. And, like, yep. it's just, like, I don't know. It was very comforting <gasps> to me. Yeah. It was Cookie with his parents. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they did that that trio. That was good. But I, I, I like the meaning behind the song. It's like, you know, no matter where you're at, mm -hmm. I know that you're still here with me. Like, you're, you always stay, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like, bitch, you never leave. Honestly, this took me off guard because of the rest of the album. I was not expecting an EDM track like this. I thought, you know, like, idols, like, groups here and there, they put, like, a little bit, like, in the chorus and call it a day. Like, no, this song was straight main stage EDC Vegas. Stage. It's, a, it's a great song. And um, I remember pre-album release, it was, like, um, Cookie was, like, working on the song, but it was, like, muted, and he's just, like, jamming. And oh, someone yeah. dubbed it yeah. with this song, and they're like, oh, like, this is probably the song he was working on. And it, it fits so perfectly. Like, he's just jumping around in his seat. <laughs> you know me. I'm the Yoongi of our group. I so am, this uh, was not your favorite. This, all. I don't hate this song, but I wouldn't actively look for it. It's kind of like, so what? Like, if it comes on, I'll listen <gasps> to it. You like, so what? But See? 
that's how I feel about So What. Like, I would not go listen to I that song so unless, like, it's at a show. But with this one, I could go and, like, yeah, no. I would go looking this for it. This song is, like, like, for me, I was telling Cynthia, like, this is, like, my best of me. Like, this is the song oh, yeah. that, like, oh. I just. Oh, come on. Don't do that to best of me. Damn, it's good. They're so fun. I just like, I just be vibing to both of them. They're just great. Wow, hater. Okay. And we're just jamming and we're hopping around. I knew this was going to happen. I can't say that I don't like a BTS song without y'all saying something. No, 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 no. When you said that this song wasn't for me, you wouldn't actively look for it. I was like, okay, I feel that. But when you said, oh, don't do best of me, you just made it sound like it was trash. You just went from saying, oh, it's not my favorite song, but it's okay to like this song is absolutely trash. Said, don't do best of me like that because this best of me is better than the song. <laughs> anyway, so stays great. Love the song. <laughs> this is an album review. We're supposed to be honest, are we not? Yeah, you said what you said. <laughs> Anyways, stays great. Not everyone's cup of tea. That's fine. I'm gonna be jamming to this anyway. <laughs> yeah, because if you're not into like EDM, then this song ain't this for is, you. Yeah, because this is the pinnacle of main stage EDM. <laughs> but I like how they ended the album with Dynamite because it's kind of like the firework at the end of the show type of thing. And obviously, you know, historical moves with that song. So there's that. Yeah, besides that, yeah, I feel like that skit was the switcheroo in the album. They were just like, we happy now. <laughs> like, we, we sad. And now we good. <laughs> no, we're still sad in the now lyrics, but like it's like on a catchy, funky song, you know. <laughs> um, but all right, well, that was our mini album review, and that was our podcast for this week, everybody. Um, it's a long one, but it's a good one. AKA, we're just we're just emo, but hype <laughs> all the time. <laughs> dancing through the sadness yeah but let's end up then this week with our songs of the week like we always do so cat what's up what you've been jamming to um to be honest i have not been listening to a lot of k-pop i've been listening to meg stallion <laughs> Me <on> repeat. <laughs> but since she don't qualify even though y'all should listen to shots fired and freaky girls because that's just fire <laughs> um hey uh the k-pop song i've been listening to this week is uh make a wish probably yeah. <laughs> wow. make a probably wish. <laughs> we'll go with make a wish <laughs> um my songs of the week is idea by Taman. i will also randomly be talk like randomly start hearing this chorus in my head throughout the whole day for no reason at all <laughs> my other song of the week is this entire album even though it was just released friday but that's all i've been listening to since friday <laughs> um since thursday <laughs> right. night um, since it's released like that's all I've been listening to so so good also I've been listening <laughs> to watermelon <laughs> by Lucy still yes. I'm sorry I'm sorry I can't I can't stop um my one song of the week is the intro to fly with us because that is a amazing queen that doesn't get enough love and deserve and recognition all right uh, I too have been listening to Meg so, yaddy, 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 yaddy. But again, she doesn't qualify. Um, But K-pop wise, I have decided for my song of the week, I'm going to start a new segment because <laughs> I have been real emotional lately and emotionally tied to music and I do not know why. And there are just certain songs that I will just burst into tears for no apparent reason. And uh, so my first song of the week, just regular song of the week, is Life Goes On by BTS because the chorus randomly pops in my head. Yeah. It's such a good song. 
But the song that made me cry this week was What is Love by EXO. And by EXO, I really just mean D.O. <laughs> and Becky. Been going through it. Been going through it. <laughs> because them vocals, baby. I just like, and also I've been really missing D.O. a lot mm-hmm. lately. Like it's been real bad she and has. I don't know Because he's it almost is. coming back. That's why. Yeah. Probably, probably. Like I don't even know. I just, so yeah. But I will have another NCT song of the week next week because <laughs> The new album comes out tomorrow. It literally, yeah, it comes out in a few hours. It's in a great. few hours. But I'll be asleep, so it'll be tomorrow for me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my two songs of the week. Um, For my songs of the week, then, I've been listening to the CM Blue album nonstop. That shit's been on repeat. Yeah, so whether you are listening to BTS nonstop or Meg Thee Stallion nonstop, me and Terrica, uh, <laughs> make sure you always, always fade along. along.